Hey everyone, this is Ecology and Existentialism. My name is Mason, and the goal for this podcast is to share a paragraph or quote from thinkers who have written on ecology or existentialism, and then give a few of my thoughts. I admire both ideologies and hope to spread their brilliance. This week, I'll be reading from Wendell Berry's book, What Are People For?, in the first third of the book, consisting of poetry um, from the poem called Healing. Uh, There are multiple parts from this uh, there are multiple parts in this poem, so I'm only going to be reading the first two for now. Maybe I'll come back and read the other half later on. So here it goes. Here's the poem. I'll leave a few moments at the end of the reading to just allow some quiet reflection on your part, and then I'll just pop in and um, provide a little bit of my thoughts and analysis. So enjoy. The grace that is health of creatures can only be held in common. In healing, the scattered members come together. In health, the flesh is graced. The holy enters the world. The task of healing is to respect oneself as a creature, no more and no less. A creature is not a creator and cannot be. There is only one creation, and we are its members. To be creative is only to have health. To keep oneself fully alive in the creation, to keep the creation fully alive in oneself, to see the creation anew, to welcome one's part in it anew. The most creative works are all strategies of health, works of pride by self-called creators, with their premium on originality, reduce the creation to novelty, the faint surprises of the mind incapable of wonder. Pursuing originality, the would-be creator works alone. In loneliness, one assumes a responsibility for oneself that one cannot fulfill. Novelty is a new kind of loneliness. Okay. So, I uh, I mean, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, I really enjoy all of Wendell Berry's writings. I think... Uh, the dream would be to have him on here eventually once I get a little better and I'm not necessarily embarrassed of uh, my maybe poor analysis of his writing. Uh, and also to photograph him or take pictures of him at his home and uh, do a photo series with him as the subject and the main, main, um, main person in it. I think it would just be really interesting. So from this, from the two sections of this poem that I read, uh, what really stood out to me is creativity is merely a byproduct of health. If we aren't healthy, we aren't able to, I don't know, reflect creativity. Um, And I love the part where he says, a creature is not a creator and cannot be. There is only one creation and we are its members. So regardless of whether you believe that there is a creator, God, or if you believe the world just came about through random events, um, that's still I think it's, I think it still applies because things were created or they exist, um, and if we are part of that existence, we never brought them about or never brought them to be. Uh, and if we can't think of creative solutions to environmental, political, or violent problems or other ones, um, there's a possibility we aren't healthy. Uh, And as a result of health, we would be in community with others. 
Uh, he says, in healing, the scattered members come together. In health, the flesh is graced. The holy enters the world. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely um, an emphasis on there being health in community because he continues on afterwards uh, saying that pursuing originality, the would-be creator works alone and ultimately is pushing themselves into isolation in order to find somewhat of an original voice for whatever they're making. Uh, you see it in all sorts of art, like um, singers who might go away and just write songs and they're by themselves most of the time or writers who go into a cabin into the mountains and just write all day and think and ponder or just get a book done right they're they're pushing themselves into loneliness to then make something creative um not necessarily sure if that's the most healthy way of doing it but if they're searching for unique a unique voice or a unique perspective um that might be a way of achieving it but then again i'm not sure if there's such thing as a unique voice or i'm not sure what to use other than voice but a unique way of creating because we take in a lot of the environment around us and i think from whatever we make we're simply mimicking our observations and we might be mimicking them in an abstract way. So I think of Picasso. Uh, his paintings are really weird and just not something that we're used to seeing. Um, but they're going through his lens and interpreting them into what he is now made and what he's now known for. So a personal example of this, of seeking solitude or loneliness uh, in order to be more creative in my own life, is a lot of the times I like to, uh, this might also be the introverted side of me, but I like to go out into nature or into the forest and just walk and think. Um, it's often walking my dog, uh, but she's off doing her own thing. And, uh, yeah, just being out alone and observing nature, I, I like to think, oh, this is allowing me to clear my mind, make space for some new ideas, something original. But what I, now what I'm thinking it might really be is me simply observing creation or things that have already been made and then somehow converting that into an applicable way that applies to my creative outlet, whether that be writing, whether that be photography or um, whatever other creative things I do. <laughs> um, and not necessarily me spawning this unknown gem of creativity. Um, and what makes me think of that is the the short little part where he says, or Wendell Berry says, works of pride by self-called creators with their premium on originality reduce the creation to novelty. The, saint, the faint surprises of mind incapable of wonder. So as soon as we start thinking that like we're creating this from nothing, we're actually creating it, we're not just recreating it, that's when it just becomes 
uh, a novelty and it's not necessarily valuable. I think it also could apply to the our creativity could also apply to problem solving. Uh, how do we solve problems best? I think it's in community in when we're surrounded with other people who are experiencing the same problem. There's lots of ideas. There's lots of um, possible solutions to this problem, which would then allow us to eventually arrive at the best option. But when we're alone, we might only have one or a few ideas um, and not result in the best decision. And so creative solutions to environmental, political, violent, or other problems, um, if we aren't able to able to think of a creative solution and just go to the most basic or our most reactive choice, then I think there's a possibility that we may be unhealthy in the way that we are connected to the community and the people and the environment around us. Uh, I can think of, I mean, war is an easy example. I don't think that it's a good option and I, I think it should be a last choice option or not even an option at all. Um, that would probably be more accurate to my opinion on it because either party obviously is going to be unhealthy if they are willing to go to war for something. There should be a more, I, I don't know, enlightened solution to it. And I know this is pretty controversial. A lot of uh, Christians even believe in the justification of war and violence um, pointing towards the Bible, but I would say otherwise, and I think a lot of other people would. Um, so, yeah, thinking of creative solutions to our problems are is really important for creating healthy community because as soon as you go into war, you're creating division, and division isn't a good thing. We want to be in gathering together worldwide um, as a entire human population. And once we start choosing lazy options or the easiest options, that's no longer possible. And it's the same with environmental um, solutions. Where where this brings me is sort of the, the question, um, which is more a reason more which is a more reasonable pursuit? To create something that we personally think is original or to have relationship at, with the understanding that as members of creation, we are only capable of re or copying what we have already taken in. Or essentially, is pursuit of creativity more important than pursuit of community? I'm not necessarily sure or if there's a balance or if there needs to be a dichotomy there, but I. At one point in my life, I definitely would have said the pursuit of creativity is by far more important. Um, and now I'm starting to realize or accept that without community, there is no possibility of healthy creativity. It's within community where we're able to then be healthy and recreate the or make something as a healthy member of creation. I think that's a better way of saying it. And uh, and as soon as we start falling into the desire for 
um, prideful creation or um, entirely original creation. We become prideful and that results in a separation from health and community. That about wraps up what I have to say on this. I mean, I really enjoy Wendell Berry's writings, but I definitely don't think I'm able to articulate the the brilliance of them as well as I'd like to be. Maybe I'll get better at it. I mean, everything improves with practice and um, I'm recording three times a week. So I think that a lot of this will get better over time. And if I'm having a hard time interpreting something, then I think I know it's good or it's of quality because um, then I have to actually spend some time with it and I'm gonna spend some more time with this. And most of the things I read, I spend at least a day sort of thinking over them and rereading them and maybe looking at a few other voices that have talked about particular aspects involved in what was read. So I know this week didn't involve a whole lot of ecology or existentialism, but I think within ecology and um, environmental solutions, creativity is a key factor when trying to determine what may be a possibility to improve our environment and the nature around us. So thanks for listening. I hope you can relate to some of my reflections or think that I might (laughs) be accurate in some of them. And if you enjoyed the show, it would help if you left a positive review wherever you listen. I've noticed a lot of people are listening on Spotify, which is great. So hey to all of you on Spotify. And uh, lastly, the music you hear is Sun Soaked from Beach Towels. And that's about it for this week. Have a wonderful day. Peace.